Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Authentic. I'm your host, Lauren BR, and welcome to the Authentic All Things Rush episode. Um, I'm still working on the title, LOL, but you'll definitely know what it is by now if you're listening. And also, if you've listened to this podcast for a while or you really just know me at all, you know how passionate I am about Greek life and recruitment slash rush as a whole. So I thought it'd be a fun idea to do a podcast, not just for Greek life, because I do have some of those, um, but rush in general. And also not just for girls that are going through rush, but also the girls who are on the other side doing the rushing. Because recruitment as a whole can bring out a lot of negativity and sin on either side. And I really wanted to do this episode to kind of help girls see ways that they can glorify and lift up the Lord and just ways to straight up get through it. Because I know that, uh, especially a lot of girls that are freshmen coming in, I know um, freshmen personally that are just terrified and girls going in on the other side that are just shredding it. And I know on either side, these days are long and they're stressful. And honestly, at the end of the day, end of the day you're just constantly thinking about kind of what other people think of you. Um, and so I just really hope this episode brings some encouragement, um, takes off some stress, brings some light, um, just to a crazy time. I have three different girls that I'm going to be kind of talking to on the podcast. My friend Olivia, who was, I don't know the exact title, but, um, a rush chair this past year at Baylor. My friend Izzy, who just went through rush in the fall of 2023. So she was just on the front lines of it. And my friend Allie, who just graduated. And so she's been through all four years of recruitment, um, on both sides. And so hopefully these three perspectives will be helpful to you all and you enjoy this episode. Okay, so the first guest for today's episode is my friend Allie. Allie just graduated from LSU this past spring, so craziness, <laughs> and she was in KD for all four years. She's one of my sweetest and wisest friends, and her episode is one of my most popular episodes, especially with my mom, who, if you're listening to this, <laughs> hello. And so I thought it would be really encouraging to have her on here and kind of talk about how to stand firm and not grow weary when it comes to actually rushing the girls from the other side of it. Um, I feel like there's so many resources and things out there about going through rush and not really enough resources when it comes to kind of being on the other side, because it can be just as hard to be on that other side of recruitment and actively talking to the girls. And so I don't know people are exhausted, tensions get really high and it can just feel overall unloving. And so I really want to unpack today how to survive rush and glorify God in the process. So welcome. Thanks. I'm so happy to be back. This is so exciting. <laughs> Yay. So the first question I wanted to ask you just real quick is what mindset did you have kind of going into work week and spirit week as a whole? And then what do you wish girls would really know about kind of that first part of people call it work week, spirit week, whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah. It's funny because as a PNM, you don't really have any idea what that's going to look like. And so it is really interesting to be able to be on it for the first side and then, you know, kind of be prepped for it for the next two, uh, two years that you're in it afterwards. And so it's, um, it can be a challenging thing, especially for believers. Um, I'm not going to, you know, go into details of it, but it's definitely a time to be, um, weary and very like cautious of your heart during it. Um, there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes of prepping for rush. And so I think that what I will say for all of rush from the other side of things is really just go in, in constant prayer. Um, just constantly renewing your mind and setting it on the Lord is really the only way to go about doing it without falling into the temptation of either, you know, falling into whatever jokes are being said or whatever things we're talking about and just kind of getting into that hardened heart mindset that rush can sometimes bring um, and just really be mindful and also be bold in it, be bold in your faith and 
look different. Um, it can be really, really easy. And I say this as somebody who has been the person to fall into um, things that just go into spirit week. Um, and I just want to say, be bold in your faith and be bold in being different and looking different than the other girls. If you feel like you need to step out at some point, then step out. If you feel like you need to be the one to um, say something different than everybody else, then say it. Um, I just think that Jesus calls us to look differently and it doesn't look any different during spirit week. Yeah, that's true. That's really good advice. I really like what you said about constant prayer as well too. And um, I didn't do this last year and I should have, but I really want to take it into this next year for Rush. But um, Kelsey Day, who was also on the podcast when she was in um, Pi-Fi with me, she would have all the girls who are believers go and pray each morning mm-hmm. before Rush. And it was just really cool way to be bold and people notice yeah. it, but also just kind of set your mind on the Lord before. So I know that's not always possible, but mm-hmm. if it is, I think that's a really cool thing to Absolutely. do. Um, the next thing I wanted to ask was how did you make sure to treat the girls in your sorority with grace? Because obviously there's a lot of tensions that run high. And then also kind of along with that, how did you kind of rush girls with kindness? Yeah. You know, just, I guess, how did you treat people? Yeah. How the Lord would want you to treat them when going through this process? Absolutely. Um, so actually kind of going off of what Kelsey said, um, like to you that one time, is, um, I found that this past year of rush, during spirit week for the the first half of this, which is talking about going with your others with grace, um, going right off of what Kelsey said to you. I mean, I found that me and my roommate, Emily, (laughs) um, me and Emily had a couple of other believers that would either we'd all come to our room together or we would go to the courtyard and speak beforehand. And just, again, I will say it over and over, but having like a prayerful mindset, it is so hard to be, mad and mean at people if you are praying for them. If you are praying for them and showing them the love that Jesus shows us, then it is hard to be mean to them. Um, And you see them through a different set of eyes. And so I think that's really what I would say about going to others with grace is pray for them. If you feel like you are starting to harden your heart to them, then just pray for them just for a moment. All it takes is like 10 seconds to just send up a quick word. Um, And I think that that is really more than anything what you can do to show them grace. Um, And again, just, you know, don't be afraid to say what you're going to say. Um, if you feel like it is something that is really wrong or something that is really like not what you stand for, then it's okay. And just go ahead and say it, um, and find your other believers. Um, so that's what I'll say for, um, showing grace to those in your sorority, but for those girls that you, um, are rushing and showing them kindness, just, take a step back and remember what you were like in rush and being a PNM because the further you get, you know, as a senior versus when I was a sophomore, I, you know, being a PNM was a lot um, fuzzier to me. And so <laughs> I just can remember like going into it and being so nervous, but also being so excited. And I just like, if you just are able to put yourself back in that moment of like, opening the doors for the first time and going into the house, um, the house that ended up being yours for the four years. Um, it's just so much easier to be able to show them the kindness that you were shown, especially if you were shown kindness by another believer, like I was during rush and just being able to like put yourself back in that moment. It's just the perfect way to be able to show the girls you're rushing, um, kindness. Oh, I love that. Also side note, um, there's a tree being cut down <laughs> down the street, which you probably hear because it's really loud, but just ignore that. Um, but it is cool because I know that you were shown 
um, the level four through Rush, and then that ended up being a really deep, awesome friendship for you. So I yeah. think that's really cool. Absolutely. Um, and then second to last question, how did you lean on the Lord when days got long and tippers began to flare? How did you kind of get through that kind of anger, I guess? I, I don't want to be an to listen to this and be like, oh my gosh, do we really <laughs> hate like the recruitment that much? But it can just be long and tiring and that can cause people because you're constantly with people all the Absolutely. time for long hours. So undoubtedly things like that are going to happen. Absolutely. And the, I think that's the first thing I would say is it doesn't really like there's no getting around it. You really are just there. And because you're on this other side of rush, there's no leaving. <laughs> um, and you are really just there, especially That's like yeah, there's no, there's no out of it. Um, and so it really is about perseverance during it. And I think, um, you know, the days will get long and tempers will begin to flare. There's no getting around it. Um, we are all human and we all are going to be short with one another, especially after these long days. And I mean, PM's like, you don't know this yet, but on this side of things, it's like a two week plus long process. It is long days of practicing and getting everything ready so that rush can be the best experience for you guys. But it's a long process. Um, and so what I will say is that I think that just, again, find your people. Um, you have your friends because you've already been in your sorority for at least a year at this point. You know your people now. And I think just begin to lean on one another, but not on your own strength, but on the strength of the Lord. Um, I think that looks like a lot of different things. I think it looks like praying constantly, always <laughs> again, but also take a moment and um, be in the word from in the morning, um, be in the word in the morning and write it down on your hand of that prayer and of that scripture that you read and be able to just go back to it. Um, during your lunch break, go outside or go in your room or wherever you are able to be and just like take a breath and be able to just sit still for a moment and find the peace of the Lord, because that is the only thing, truly the only thing that um, ever got me through was having the peace of the Lord in my heart and um, the perseverance of him. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I'm excited because I can like listen to this and take yeah. <laughs> it on as I go into recruitment this year. But um, the last thing I wanted to ask before we wrap up is if you did, uh, what did you learn about the Lord's character through um, Rush? Yeah. Um, the Lord, let me say, hold on, let me think. <laughs> um, I think that this can go into any portion of life. But for me, it was truly seeing that like the Lord is never changing. His love is never changing. And each and every one of these people that you see, every single one of these girls that you are either rushing or you are standing next to during rush, um, they are all made in the image of God and um, Jesus loves them all. And I think that being able to see that and see that his promise is still the same of that he is going to love each and every one of these people, um, I think is just the promise. And also like for me, it's, I see his promise of community in rush. Um, I see other believers that are in my sorority with me and being able to talk to them and getting to rush a PM and find out that they're a believer and seeing that he is still working. He is working throughout all of rush. He's working throughout our lives and he is never changing. And I think that that promise is just so sweet and I'm really grateful for it. Yeah, that's true. I think that people forget that the Lord just doesn't go away during the week of recruitment and that he's still there in the midst of it all. So Absolutely. yeah, thank you so much for being of in course. this little segment. Happy to do it. And if you have, I guess, any questions for Allie, you can always do yes, her on please Instagram. Do. And I'll, uh, last thing I'll say is just, I'll be praying for you guys and y'all um, keep it up. Yay. <laughs> 
Hi, everyone. So the next guest for today's episode is my sweet friend, Izzy, who really quick little plug. She also has a podcast of her own, Unwinding Wonder. You got to check it out. I'll link it in the show notes. It's been on my Instagram a bunch. I'm sure you've heard of it, but just had to say that at the beginning. But um, she just went through Russia LSU this past fall, 2022, and she's now a Kayo, which is super fun. And so I thought she'd be a good person to have on the podcast because she was really just at the forefront of being a PM and going to each house for the first time in experiencing rush and um she's just sort of done it the most recently i thought it would be really sweet for all of y'all to hear her perspective gain some advice and wisdom from her experience and overall just how to get in the right mindset during rush so welcome izzy i'm really excited to have your perspective on here hey i'm so excited to be here this is gonna be so much fun i love talking about this so yeah thanks for having me on of course. Um, this is something Izzy and I talk about a lot too and talked about on her podcast mm-hmm. a little bit. So I'm excited to dive into it on here. Um, but the first thing I kind of wanted to talk about is what do you wish you could go back and tell yourself during the week of Rush? Kind of what mindset do you wish you had going into the process? Yeah, I love this question. Um, if I could go back to myself a year ago right now, nervous to go through Rush and everything, if there's any advice I could give that girl... I would just tell her, don't look at it as something that's going to complete you and fulfill you because I was, and I feel like this episode is 100% just girls on girls, but like I was going through a really hard time. Actually, when I rushed, I had gone through a hard breakup and I was just still dealing with a lot of the insecurities that came from that. And I was just kind of lonely and I was looking to feel loved and all of these things. And whenever I did decide to rush, because I kind of went back and forth, I feel like one of the biggest things that I did was I just looked at it as something where I was like, oh, a year from now, I'm going to have a huge friend group of girls and all these people that I'm going to find that have lots in common with me. And I'm going to feel like satisfied with my relationships like that aspect of my life and the cool thing and a testament to God's faithfulness is that I do feel like I've met a lot of friends and I have a lot of really great life-giving relationships in my life but you just always have to remind yourself that nothing is going to fulfill you like Jesus does and so if you're looking always looking to the next thing and the next like whatever's coming toward you or whatever you're moving toward would probably be a better way to put it um if you're always looking to the next thing to fulfill you you'll always experience some disappointment because it just won't it'll be great and it'll be fun and it's one of the best things that's happened to me but I would say don't go into rush thinking that it's going to fulfill you on the other side Yeah, that's so good. I definitely felt that way too. Um, And I feel like you almost think that without realizing it, how much you're like expecting it to fulfill you and satisfy you. And so that's such a good reminder. And I hope that girls listening, which like you said, this is definitely probably just girls listening to this. um, I hope that you really sit back and think about um, going into rush, like what you think you're going to get on the other side, quote unquote, because um, I just feel like dangerous is a little dramatic but there really is the danger of letting it become an idol and letting it become something you think will completely satisfy you when obviously like you just said that's not the case so I'm really glad that you said that awesome um and the next question that was actually asked a few times and like a 
few different ways is just how do you cope with being cut from something you loved and make sure making sure that your self-worth um is not put in that um as well as kind of just how to not put your identity in the house you end up in so that was sorry that was kind of a loaded question but just a lot of questions about what to do when you get cut from a house you like and then kind of at the end of the day um how do you separate your identity from the house you end up in yeah um this is definitely hard and I remember being literally so stressed in rush I mean obviously I was there less than a year ago but um it is hard when things don't go exactly how you wanted them to but I would just say do things to actively remind yourself what the Lord thinks about you and what his word says about your identity and just reminding yourself of your true identity. Kind of like I was saying, I was in a really hard place in life and just kind of struggling with knowing my worth and everything. And so I, I actually in the middle, I was in the middle of doing something every morning, whatever I rushed. And that's something that I was doing is I would write down one scripture every morning about what God thought about me um, just from anywhere in the Bible. And I found like a scripture writing plan on Pinterest, like you can look them up anywhere. But I think that that was one thing and it's super simple, but it's also so powerful just in the midst of things where you may feel like you experience some rejection, which by the way, it's not personal, but um it does hurt sometimes. And that's just the reality of it, that you, it's such a stressful week and anything that goes not the way that you thought it would go is disappointing. And so I just think that there's so much power in just actively seeking the word of God, whether it's writing down a scripture every morning or just setting a scripture as your screensaver so that when you're in between parties, like you see like, hey, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and the Lord loves me and he knows me and he wants to know me. And so, yeah, just giving yourself some space to have reminders of what he thinks about you. Yeah, that's so good. I did, um, someone at LSU posted like a Greek life rush, um, like devotional for each day. And that was really helpful for me to do too, to just kind of start off the day with those reminders. And the phone screen is a really good idea too. Cause I mean, I did rush on zoom. So like, that's also why I feel like I'm not the most qualified to sometimes talk about it, but I love talking about it regardless. I just feel like it can be very chaotic. So it's really nice to have something that kind of centers you with like truth and scripture. And like, you're obviously always on your phone. So that's a really good idea. I like that you said that. Yeah, it helped me a lot. Um, and then another thing, and this is a question that I kind of added just because we've talked about it so much and I've literally heard other people talk about how much they loved rushing Izzy because she was just the best PM to rush. They love the conversations so they sweet. with her. No, literally people have told me that. And so i sadly didn't get to rush her, but people I know who did were like, I just loved our conversations. And so I wanted to just kind of get your advice on specifically how did you go about conversations in the house when you were going in as a PM? Yeah, I love this question because I will say like leading up to Rush, I, you know, there's a lot of things that they maybe tell you to shy away from talking about or you'll hear about like the five B's and I'm not here to go against anything that Panelinic says, but I will say like my biggest advice for conversations is just don't walk on eggshells whenever it comes to like, talking about things that matter to you because for example when I walked in 
houses on sisterhood day and they asked me what I was looking for in sisterhood I was nervous to say this but it always went around I just didn't shy away from telling people that I was a Christian and I wanted to be friends with everybody but I was also like looking for somewhere that would have a corner of girls that had that in common with me just because it is at the end of the day what's most important to me I'm not gonna like turn someone away because they're not in the same boat but I was like truly looking for that. I was looking for Christian community and I am not kidding. Just bringing that up brought up some of the sweetest conversations and just moments that you could so tell God was so in the midst of. And so I would say be bold and talk about Jesus. Like, I think that it's totally fine. You're totally allowed to bring it up. I just want to say that. And, um, it will definitely help you in the long run. And it's just really sweet talking to other girls about it. So yeah, don't shy away from those conversations. Yeah, I love that advice. And I always tell people that too, because some of my favorite conversations I've had when rushing girls have been talking about our faith and girls that I became friends with during rush that didn't end up going pie-fi, but later like met them at refuge or brought them to refuge or talked to them there. So it's cool how rush can kind of... um exceed I guess is the word that week you can really create these friendships with people and so um the Lord is so sweet to do that but also don't be scared of someone going into rush like oh my gosh I can't talk about it because I mean personally on the other side of it I love talking about it um and I talked about faith a little bit when I was going through rush but I wish I talked about it more because I was just so serious and wanting to like follow the rules and things but like being bold is just so much more important. And I think in the long run, honestly, more fruitful when you're deciding what house to get like to go to and what conversations you're having. And so I think being bold is a really good piece of advice. Okay. So the last question that I wanted to ask that I got a few different iterations of, and I've talked to different girls about who are um, approaching their freshman year, but just how can girls discern what house would be best for them and where they would be most obedient to God? Okay, you know I love, love, love this question because I I don't know if I've mentioned this yet. Well, I know I did mention that I kind of went back and forth. I'm first generation Greek in my family. So literally until like the summer before I started college, I didn't know enough about Greek life to want to be involved with it. And so when I started going back and forth from the very get-go, I was praying about whether to do it or not. And I even went into the week of rush being like, I don't know if I'm going to love this and praying about that. But I remember I was so unsure of it just because I knew so little that I was like, I'm just going to pray through this whole entire week. And I saw like God in every corner of rush and I think that was the coolest thing and so the biggest advice that I can give is just to pray before rush pray all throughout and pray after because just going through rush I truly loved so many houses and I think that a lot of that had to do with just being bold and having the conversations that I wanted to have like I was connecting so deeply with so many girls that as cuts started happening, at least on my end, I didn't know what was going on on the other side, but it got really hard for me. But God very much so came through. Like, I just felt like he gave me so much discernment for what houses to keep and what houses to let go of. And sometimes it was hard because 
a lot of the girls who rushed me in houses that I didn't end up going are now some of my best friends, which is really cool to see. But in the moment, it was like, I didn't feel like God wanted to keep me, wanted me to keep a sorority that I connected so deeply with the girls. And so that was kind of like confusing in the moment. But now on the other side, like I see the faithfulness of God and I see his hand in all the situations because I'm still friends with all of those girls. But just praying, I think. I was so expectant for Rush to be so stressful and it is such a draining and exhausting week, but I feel like because I had prayed so much and I had kind of just surrendered it to God and just asked him to guide me and just accepted the fact that he knew what was best for me going in, I was able to kind of just coast through it. And so I know it probably seems like a basic answer, but just pray. And I promise God will give you discernment and he will give you peace. And whenever you experience the discernment and you experience the peace, it's easier to be obedient because you're like, okay, God is in this with me. So I can go where he tells me to go. Um, And Philippians four just kind of came to mind a lot whenever I was looking at this and just talking about how Paul writes Um, to rejoice in the Lord always and not to be anxious about anything but in every situation in prayer and petition with thanksgiving give your requests to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds and I think that that's so powerful when talking about rush and then it goes on to talk about thinking about whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right pure and it gives the command just to think about all of these things and um then I just thought since was this was the last question, this would be a good thing to talk about. But Paul goes on just a few verses later just to talk about contentment and talking about knowing what it is to be in need and knowing what it is to have plenty. And that's where he says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And I just think talking about discernment and obedience, but also facing rejection and all of these things, like when you go in knowing that God is enough for you, that he loves you. And that he's going to guide you and all you need to do is surrender it to him. I promise you, rush does not have to be so stressful. And you actually may find yourself sitting in your bed the night of the day being like, wow, I saw God in ways I've never seen him before in sorority recruitment. Because that's exactly where I was. Like that Sunday night I was sitting in my bed and I was like, I've experienced God this week in ways that I never knew I could. And so... I just think really pray about it and just actively leading up anytime you're anxious, just hand it to him because I believe he can work in amazing ways in the midst of rush. So yeah. Izzy, that was so good. I wish that I could play that to my younger self because it's (laughs) so true. And also, obviously everyone listening to this, it's about rush, but I feel like that's so applicable to so many things in life as well and so that's just really cool um in your wisdom there I'm just so excited for people to get to listen to and like you said like you saw the Lord's faithfulness during sorority recruitment and that is such a cool thing and I feel like people come somehow think in their heads that like the Lord is absent during that week but he's definitely not and so that's just a good reminder to how you got to see his faithfulness and you were really intentionally praying through it all which is something that I feel like everyone could really um 
use um, no matter what side of rush you're on doing that, because that is so important and not a basic answer at all. That is so good. I wish that I prayed more going through rush and I think it's really cool and admirable how you did. Thanks, Lolo. I love talking about this. It's such a cool conversation to have. And I remember I told you this a few weeks ago, but you started Authentic the summer before I went through Rush. And like, I would just be on the edge of my seat, like waiting for the end of the episodes when you would ask girls the Rush question. So this is a little full circle moment for us. I love it. Oh, wait, that's so sweet. I love that too. I've been loving the full circle moments lately and it's cool how the Lord does that. So that's really sweet. Oh, I love it. Well, so that's the end for these questions. Um, and we'll go to the next guest. So the last guest today is a fun little extra bonus surprise. It is my dear friend, Olivia. Olivia was just Baylor Kappa's rush chair this past winter because they do rush in the spring semester. So she has tons of experience with the process of recruitment as a whole, and she's really been in the thick of it. And so I thought she'd be one of my best sources for the process of rush. And kind of in these next few minutes, she's going to talk about how to glorify God during rush. And I also think this can be cool, um, from either side, because going into recruitment, you can kind of see the mindset of someone who um, is in charge of the process to the girls going into that recruitment, and also to the girls that are approaching it, how to approach your leaders well, um, and with love and grace, and to hear kind of where they're coming from, as well as maybe someone listening to this who is actually going to be kind of um, in charge of the recruitment process. Um, but either way, just how to approach each and every conversation well. And so we are both really busy. She's actually in the Hamptons right now, which is a total amazing, awesome slay crazy thing and so we just kind of had trouble being able to meet to record and for me to put this out you know before girls start to rush because I know a lot of schools start recruitment really really early um that being said she did a little voice memo moment so that's why I'm not talking in it but it's still just as fruitful and awesome and I know that you will glean and gain a lot from it because the Lord is so evident in her speech and so I hope that you'll enjoy something that I wish I could tell girls who are rushing this fall from my perspective of things is to not worry about being the cutest one or making sure that your conversation is the most memorable or trying super hard to make a lasting impression on the girls that you're talking to, but instead just being yourself, showing the girls that you're talking to who you are and not um, trying too hard and making it look like you want to be the best PM because that's what everyone else is doing. And you just want to be true to yourself so that the girls know if you would be a good fit for their room. So being in charge of Rush was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, but it was also one of the most rewarding. And after an entire year's worth of planning and getting ready for everything, um, I think glorifying God can sometimes go on the back burner when you're thinking about rushing girls. And so making sure that I was giving all the glory to him and um, just trying to be a light to the other girls in my chapter as a leader was really important to me. And so how I did that, I would say, um, is just working on being a really good listener and understanding that even though you're one of the few voices that's being heard, um, there are a lot of voices in the chapter that aren't being heard. And some people need you to listen to them, especially during rush week. And so if I can be hard, 
It's definitely a hard balance being a leader and wanting to glorify yourself versus glorifying the Lord. And so I think during rush week, um, it was especially important to me to make sure that I was being a humble leader and not trying to be boastful or bring glory to myself and, um, you know, be prideful that I'm helping the chapter so much or I'm being such a good leader in this way and this is great for me, but instead being a humble leader and really just working for the Lord and knowing that the Lord was going to have everything under control and he was going to bring us all of the girls that needed to be in our chapter. And although it was a lot of hard work at times, um, he was watching over us and was with us the whole time. And so I think it's definitely hard to glorify God as a leader when you want to glorify yourself. But um, just admitting to the chapter that you're human, you have flaws, and you're not perfect, and that you will make mistakes during rush week is so important because you don't want people to put you up on a pedestal and see you as somebody that they can't relate to. And so being a humble leader helps you to just be able to be a good listener to the women in your chapter and help you to have a successful rush week because if you're a good leader, then people will want to listen to you and want to follow what you say, um, unlike if you're a bad leader. The biggest thing that I learned during Rush this year was really just reliance on the Lord because being on our membership team, it was a lot of late nights, a lot of super early mornings, and really long days that just sometimes started to blend together, and it could get really easy to get frustrated and just think that nothing was working out or lose hope. And so I think my biggest comfort during Rush Week was just remembering that the Lord had everything in His control And I didn't need to worry, and I didn't need to be stressed out, even though there was so much work before me. And I could relax and let go and know that um, he had it all in control. And he was so kind and faithful to bring us everybody that we needed in our chapter. And so I think that's my biggest piece of advice, is just stay faithful to him, and he will stay faithful to you. Thank y'all so, so much for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in more from any of these guests, I actually have three separate podcasts with Allie, Olivia, and Izzy all about different things from fitness, the wonder of God, to friendship, all of it, as well as I have a full episode with my friend Abby all about Greek life as a whole where we go um, in depth into Rush as well there in recruitment and talk about that. Um, I also have an episode with my friend Maggie just kind of about um, Greek life as a whole and being a light within your specific sorority once you get in. Um, And so all those are very helpful resources, but I know there's a lot of resources that are helpful outside of me as well. Um, As You Are is a great resource um, and they have a lot there. And so, yeah, and obviously most importantly, just praying without ceasing and surrendering your recruitment process, no matter what side you're on to the Lord. And I'm really excited for all of y'all to be experiencing that. And I just, as always, reach out to me if y'all have anything you want to talk about and praise be to God for this podcast and this platform. Mm-hmm.